Blog Talk Radio. Dr. Donovan Show 93, PodCamp Ohio, and Swine Flu. Welcome to the Dr. Anonymous Show, the show that brings you observations and commentary from a family physician and social slash new media enthusiast. I am, of course, your favorite physician host. I am Dr. A, and you can always find me at DrAnonymous.com. You can also find me at DrAnonymous.net. That brings you to my Facebook fan page. And you can also find me at DrAnonymous.org, which takes you directly to my iTunes page. You can subscribe to the show and uh, check us out uh, there. So we have a great show for you here tonight. I am back here um, at the Dr. Anonymous headquarters here in northeastern Ohio. And, of course, last week I was uh, in the great city of Chicago. I'll talk about that at the end of the show. Uh, but on our show tonight, we have two main topics uh, coming up uh, first in a little bit. It will be our friend uh, Angelo from uh, PodCamp Ohio. PodCamp Ohio uh, 2 uh, will be uh, taking place in just 52 days from now on June 20, 2009 in Columbus, Ohio, on the campus of Ohio State University. And uh, he'll be updating us on how uh, that's going. Today is, of course, uh, Thursday, April 30th, uh, 2009. It is also 169 days until Blog World Expo, and it is, of course, 9 p.m. Eastern Time here in beautiful Northeastern Ohio. Uh, You can head out to uh, ohio.com. You can register for the event and also sign up to present a a session. And um, following uh, our discussion there with with Angela, we'll be talking a little bit about... uh, the, what's in the news here? You may have heard of it on the news. It's, uh, it's uh, used to be called the swine flu, but now they have uh, 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 changed the name or modified the name or maybe uh, the politically correct name or genetically correct name now is uh, the H1N1 influenza A virus. But we'll be talking about that uh, in a little bit uh, later. Uh, but first, I do want to thank Blog Talk Radio uh, again for featuring the show again uh, this evening. We're also featured on iTunes, 
and welcome to those of you who are new to the show. For those of you who don't know, I am a family physician I'm in full-time private practice here in beautiful northeastern Ohio. And uh, that means I uh, see patients five days a week in the hospital and in my office. And I've uh, been uh, having my blog for coming up on three years now with this show for about two and a half, well, actually a year and a half now. This is uh, show number 93. If uh, you'd like to join the show later this evening, the number here is 646-716-9514. And if you're listening live, you can see my smiling face on the webcam here this evening. And I just want to give a hi and hello to everybody in the chat room. Hello, chat room. We have uh, Kimmy Kins. We have Epi Junkie. We have Jesse. We have uh, Ethan's grandma. We have uh, Ramona. We have our guest. We did have our good friend Grunt Doc in there for a little bit. We do have some guests there. And just want to just let everybody know we do have Burl in the uh, chat room as well. Just want to let everybody know that we'll be having our discussion about PodCamp Ohio first, and we'll be uh, talking about the uh, swine flu following that. So uh, welcome to the uh, guests here uh, this evening. And um, I think I have everything uh, said here, so we'll be uh, bringing Angelo onto the show here. Uh, and after this quick uh, musical break here, and let me find sponsor of Ohio. You can find it at podcampohio.com, and we'll be right back. Right after this, we'll be talking PodCamp Ohio with uh, our friend Angelo, and then following that, we'll be having our swine flu discussion. So we'll be right back to talk about PodCamp Ohio right here on the Dr. Anonymous Show. Welcome back to the Dr. Anonymous show, only on Blog Talk Radio. We have our uh, guest here on the line, I believe. Uh, hello, Angela. Welcome back to the show. Hello. How's it going? Hey, how are you doing here uh, this evening? I'm pretty good. Just uh, hammering down on Twitter and uh, the chat room and talking on the phone. Wow. Multitasking as usual. <laughs> yeah. Um, and uh, uh, for people who don't know, you have a uh, you have a new uh, daughter, and I saw you on Twitter that you're uh, demoing different uh, diapers. Is that right? Yeah, yeah, and and it's funny. My sister told me that she likes to buy the expensive ones because they work better, and I'm like, right. <laughs> so I think she's right. Um, just from the one package I bought, you know, the mess is easier contain or better contained and. Um, actually, since I've been using these, this one brand that's costs a lot of money, I haven't had any leakages. So. Wow. So she's uh, she's uh, four months old now, or three months old, or how old is she now? Yeah, uh, four months and two weeks. That's great. That's great. How's everything going with that? Um, pretty good. You know, it's a, it's a lot of work. Um, I'm the stay-at-home dad right now, so it's uh, it's it's very interesting. Well, it's, great, great. I, I have a deep appreciation for anybody that uh, takes care of their children and also tries to work at the same time because it's pretty hard. <laughs> okay. Well, uh, first of all, I, like I, I want to thank you for uh, letting me cut your time here this evening. Uh, uh, but I did want to put you on first here because uh, I did want to talk about Pond Camp Ohio and, uh, and just to kind of see how we're, uh, how we're doing with that. Um, 
how are things going uh, in general? As because uh, we have about fifty days left uh, before the event, and I can't believe it's coming up so quickly. Yeah, um, well, everything is pretty much uh, a, a green light. Um, the only thing that we're still working on is getting uh, two more gold sponsors, if possible, to pay for the event T-shirts. Um, besides that, though, everything else is already budgeted. And uh, actually, we're, we're also looking at maybe alternatives for getting lunch catered. And if we can save some money that way, then we won't have to raise as much for the T-shirts. Ah, okay. Well, great, great. Um, yeah, I did want to uh, to mention your the uh, platinum sponsors. Uh, uh, one is the Blueberry, your company, and then the other one is uh, Ohio State University, the Center for the Study of Teaching. Uh, uh, study. Ah, I already messed that up. Yep. Center for the Study and Teaching of Writing. Yep, it, it, we're really appreciative of their uh, sponsorship. They're providing the venue location for us this year, and and it's really it's. The space available to us this time is just phenomenal. I mean, each classroom seats between 45 to 60, um, where last year the classrooms ranged between, I think, 20 to 40. And uh, we also have a lecture hall that seats uh, 212. So we're not going to have any problems as far as uh, being able to seat everybody this year. Well, great. Great, great. And I know that you've been having your weekly uh uh, kind of nuts and bolts uh, uh, organization meetings on TalkShoe. Um, how are the, how have those been going? Um, pretty good. Um, Mary's been working a lot on some of the viral stuff, and actually she wasn't able to make it tonight because she's going to a, a social event that's going on in Dayton today. Um, but uh, yeah, we're we're able to uh, you know make some connections and, and get our uh, our business cards at some of the events that are going on here in Ohio. Um, I think it was two weeks ago there was an event, or actually it was last week, last Wednesday there was a uh, social media club meetup in Cleveland, and uh, they gave away some uh, uh, PodCamp t-shirts, 2008 PodCamp t-shirts, and some of uh, the uh, cards to folks that were there and kind of explained what was going on with PodCamp at that meetup. So, And, of course, we have uh, Daniel Johnson's a strong supporter for us down in the Cincinnati area, so we're... We're, we're doing a pretty good job of getting the message out. Um, now we're just kind of sitting back and watching the uh, registrations come in. Well, great. Yeah, I appreciate uh, Daniel Johnson Jr. He's uh, He's been retweeting uh, basically everything going on with uh, PodCamp Ohio and this show and, and things that are going on on the website, too. So I definitely want to thank him. He's been uh, doing really well for us getting the word out. Yeah, he, he's done a lot of work. We really appreciate it. Uh, and looking uh, looking at the site, it looks like uh, you're right around, or you have about 130 uh, people registered already. Uh, so that's already very good, even uh, less than two months out. Oh yeah, and um, actually, I was talking about um, at the meeting yesterday that about one month before the event last year, we had a spike in registrations. Roughly about 100 came in within that last 30 days. So we're we expect that again this year, and maybe more so this year than last year, because there's some other events going on that will uh, um, uh, kind of encourage people to also come to PodCamp. Like uh, in May, there's uh, May 16th, I believe, is the WordCamp Columbus, and then uh, June 9th, it's a, I think it's a Tuesday or Wednesday. There's a, um, a summit here in Columbus for uh, businesses. 
and uh, um, Chris Brogan is going to be there to speak. So I think uh, when he mentions PodCamp and then people wonder what PodCamp's about, you know, two weeks later there's going to be a PodCamp in Ohio. So it kind of it all flows together, luckily for us. Yeah, and I, I've been uh, I took a, a quick glance at the uh, at the sessions before the show, and I think you have almost 20 or around. Uh, uh, 20 uh, sessions, and just to give the, the people out there an, an idea of what uh, what the names of the sessions are, uh, podcasting for writers, photographers, and artists, um, finding your narrative, blogging your story, creative commons in your blog, legally using other people's stuff, uh, podcasting with one voice, passion-centered podcasting or blogging, uh, kind of looking down here more, keyword, keyword research in social media, uh, let's see what else we have here. Twitter for beginners, connecting to the playgrounds, internet security for bloggers and podcasters. So already a great variety of topics uh, on sessions. Yeah, there's one too that talks about Creative Commons, and I'm kind of excited about that because uh, it's one of those things that until you start thinking about the copyright of your material, you don't really think about. So I think that'll be another great session for people to uh, go to and you know, when they create content, they really have to consider, you know, how can other people use it? So that's basically what's covered in the Creative Commons part. Yeah, yeah. and then I guess uh, just kind of remind people again about the night before, there's kind of a a a, a, a pre-unconference event, um, and uh, why don't you tell people about that? Oh, yeah. Um, we, we worked out a deal with the folks that organized the Ignite uh, Columbus meetups, and they're going to have their third Ignite Columbus the night before uh, PodCamp Ohio at the PodCamp Ohio location. Um, they're going to use the lecture hall that seats over 200, and uh, we're we're basically going to help host it. Uh, they're going to organize it as far as all the sessions are concerned, and we're going to be um, basically providing the space and setting up our own PodCamp stuff at the same time. So it's kind of a win-win because we need organizers there anyway, Plus, it also gives folks that are coming in from out of town something to do the night before. Well, great, great, great. Um, and I did want to mention your gold sponsors, uh, and I'm happy to be a, a gold sponsor. I was there last year. It's, it's a great event. Uh, your other gold sponsors are people like uh, or companies like uh, Blip TV, which people uh, you know people should know about, and uh, I think people uh, are are familiar with that. Uh, a Circle of Seven Productions. Uh, assistcoach.com and uh, uh, TechSmith. And I, I don't know, did, did you say you had a, another few ones that you haven't put up on the site yet? Uh, I'm, I guess I have to look at the front front page here to see if you've had some new ones up there yet. Um, well, I haven't put myself up there yet. I still haven't done it. At one point, I'm going to give $500 myself. That's from uh, my personal company, which is called Space Blue. And then um, um, some of the other sponsors, actually, I think there's only one other one that I'm not thinking of, is uh, Blue Mike. Uh, they're going to give us some mics to raffle off, and they're going to actually fall under the uh, bronze sponsorship level. Okay. Okay. And, and there's a uh, there's a uh, there's a, uh, a tab on the site there if uh, people are interested in uh, in maybe uh, sponsoring. Uh, and you said you're um, as far from from a budget standpoint for a podcast, you're getting close to where where you want to be as far as from a budget standpoint. Yeah. Exactly. So. Uh, um, really, I mean, if we could get a few folks to just donate $25 each and get to that $500 goal, we're essentially right there. So, mm-hmm. 
and if and if you think about it, kind of like all the things you're getting out of the event, um, even if you just gave ten dollars, you're definitely getting back at least a, a meal that costs ten dollars and a T-shirt. So it's not much to ask. But on the flip side, we don't want to push it too much. We don't want to f- make people feel that they have to donate to come. So. Right, yeah, because, you know, as at this point, you know, we're, we're like other podcasts in that there's no registration fee. It is a free event to attend, and, and people should really know that up front as well. Right. And, uh, uh, you know, also to kind of polish off the, the fact that PodCamp is really meant for the people that are attending, too. So um, if you're planning on attending and you're knowledgeable about something that's related to blogging, podcasting, social media, you know, feel free to submit a session idea. We have plenty of space to be able to add more presenters. And actually, I think without modifying the schedule, we can host, um, let's see, six times six times seven. I'm sorry, six times seven. I know, five. <laughs> there's five sets of sessions, and there's seven rooms available. So we currently have a capacity of 35, and I think we just hit 20 sessions so far. So... Without any modifications, we can still accept another 15 sessions. So please, if you're thinking of a topic, please submit it. And actually, that reminds me, uh, Dr. A, were you thinking about submitting something? <laughs> yeah, I, know. I know you got me last month on that, and uh, yeah, yeah. I really, really started to have to put that together. But uh, yeah, I know you're going to get a session from me. I just, uh, I just haven't got around to it yet. But uh, but yeah, just just keep reminding me of it and keep bugging me about it. I'll I'll have to. Oh. Uh, Put something together for you there, Angelo. All right. I'll, I'll set up like a Twitter scheduled message. <laughs> goes to you every day. <laughs> that, uh, that's good. That's good. Uh, and, yeah, and I think it, you kind of touched on it, but, you know, they're on the site there. I mean, there, there are uh, PodCamp rules, uh, you know, that, that uh, govern all the PodCamps. And one of them is, you know, um, it, anybody who wants to submit a session, anybody who wants to present, a session, you know, you're allowed to do that. You don't have to be, you know, famous. You don't have to have this, all this notoriety. Um, if, if you feel passionate about something and then you feel like you can do a good job, just submit it, submit a session and uh, we'll find some space for you. Is that right? Exactly, yep. And, uh, you know, even, even if we hit that 35 max, um, there's still more changes we can make. And plus, a lot of the sessions that people submit are not the full one-hour sessions. They'll be 20 to 25-minute sessions, and then that just frees up even more space available throughout the day. So don't think that because there's 20 or so on there that you won't be able to get your session in there. Just, we'll make it happen. So. Yeah, and and I think I've mentioned this every month that you've come on, is that, uh, you know, versus, uh, versus last year, um, you know, we're definitely ahead of where we would want to be as far as, you know, planning and getting things uh, getting things ready for the event. Would you say that? Yeah. Um, there's a couple things I'm a little slow at, I think. Um, I, I really want to email all the speakers that came last year and encourage them to come back this year. And same, actually, same with um, uh, folks that came and actually um, are registered and came. Um, I have all their email addresses, and I have a plan to send them an email and just let them know what's going on, but I, I just haven't had time to do it, unfortunately. But uh, besides those kind of things, all the other groundwork uh, um, issues have, have already been taken care of. we got the event insurance lined up. Um, we're 
pretty close to having all the money we need for everything. Um, at this point, we have enough to handle, the. I think, the crucial items, which, of course, is the registration, the uh, uh, lunch. Uh, I think it's pretty important to have that lunch catered because uh, uh, last year, having a lunch catered uh, just pretty much allowed everybody to stay there throughout the whole day. And uh, I, I don't even think I saw anybody leave the building um, last year. So it's just one of those aspects that I think will really help the social networking and help everybody kind of connect and talk with each other to have that provided at lunch. Well, great, great. If you're just joining us, uh, welcome to Dr. Anonymous show. We're, uh, we have two topics today. We're, the first one we're talking about now is uh, PodCamp Ohio with our friend uh, Angelo on the line here. You can find out more information at uh, podcampohio.com and the following we'll be talking a little bit about the swine flu out there so people are hanging out for that so we'll be uh, we'll be probably wrapping up our discussion here probably in a few minutes uh, so thank you for joining us here uh, this evening um, now as far as planning Angelo uh, is uh, I know that we uh, talked about I know that something's being worked on as far as accommodations and hotels and things like that what, what's the status of that as far as blocking off rooms and that type of thing oh um um, FAD has blocked off rooms. Um, he just needs to get that information to me so I can get it up on the blog. So we're okay. just a little um, little slowness in, in getting the data up. But uh, we have that information, and as soon as we can get it up there, we'll get it up there. And uh, actually, I think um, this weekend I'll have some time also to take a quick look at that uh, exit and possibly add a few other hotels um, we we were looking at a map, not this last meeting, but the meeting before, and we noticed that if you just go up uh, one of the roads north of of uh, campus, you quickly run into more hotels, which are really conveniently located, and they should be um, reasonably priced as well. So we're going to look into that and, and see if we can add a few other hotels to the list that are relatively close. Um, otherwise, we also had some hotels that are picked out throughout the, the outer belt of uh, Columbus area. So the advantage of those, of course, is there would be rooms that would be in the $30, the $40 range. Right, right. Okay. Well, good, good. Uh, let's see here. I think I didn't have any other questions as of this point. Um, so maybe we'll start to wrap things up here a little bit. Uh, so as far as this last 52 days here, um, are there things that uh, probably sponsors are, is probably another thing that you're working on? Uh, uh, is there anything, other things that, uh, that uh, you're kind of looking at at this point, uh, getting closer to the event? Um, anything else that I didn't mention, you mean? Yeah, anything I forgot to ask you. Um, boy, if, if there is, I can't think of it. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I think um, you know the, the the big things are of course directions, uh, lodging, um, what stuff is happening Friday night and what stuff is happening Saturday night. And uh, after actually Friday night after the um, ignite, we're planning on setting a designation for everybody to hang out at. Um, we haven't quite pinned down what it'll be, but I think we we kind of talked about a barbecue place that's relatively close to campus. And then on okay. Saturday, we talked about possibly using one of the Mexican restaurants that's really close there to um, 315 and, and uh, Olentangy River Road. So they'll, okay. 
um, advantage of that too is if we can get some kind of coupon code or discount code. Um, this same place uh, last year did a special thing for a, a Twitter meetup, and everybody got to eat for six dollars a piece in a wow. nice elaborate buffet that they set up for us. So hopefully we can line up the same thing, and um, that would be, a, I think, would be an awesome thing to do on Saturday night. So. Well, great, great. Uh, I'm. Uh, I apologize for rushing things on here a little bit, um, but uh, uh, we do have a lot of people here in the chat room, and uh, I will. Uh, I will make up the time for you next month here, Angelo. We can probably expand our discussion here a little bit, and and probably uh, you know as as things get closer, you know, probably uh, you know even emphasize more on promotion and trying to get the word out uh, more um, as the uh, as Pod Camp Ohio to gets closer. All right, great. Yeah, I know. Um, I know the the swine flu, or, or, or are they calling it the North American flu now? Or uh, I'm not sure what it is. We're we're uh, they're trying to sort that out. Uh, so uh, I know in, uh, in in some of the news articles they've shifted toward this this uh, terminology or nomenclature of H1N1 uh, flu. So uh, so instead of swine flu. So I think it's kind of interesting. So. Uh, but uh, but yeah, I mean, as far as Ohio goes, I mean, there, there was, uh, as far as I know, as of right now, there was, you know, one confirmed case uh, here in Ohio, um, up in the Elyria area. Uh, but I've been reading a lot, um, especially uh, Columbus Dispatch and things, and it's been on the front page there, at least on their website, of people being tested. But I haven't heard of another confirmed case uh, here in Ohio as of as of yet. Yeah, you know, it's it's weird. I was just last Thursday. I was in. I was near Elyria. I was actually in Amherst. And it just, you know, you don't think about it, but we're, you know, for us folks that travel all parts of Ohio, you know, it's it's pretty wild, you know. It's just You can become so close to so many different things that are going on, not just the flu, but, you know, events. Oh, yeah. <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. So this will be... This will be an interesting discussion here. So, uh, so Angela, thanks a lot again for coming back on the, on the show. Uh, I apologize again for rushing things on here a little bit. We'll talk, you know, I'll give you more time next month when you come back. And I think this kind of last uh, Thursday of the month is kind of working out. So, uh, but, uh, but if people want to, uh, you know, uh, follow things a little bit more closer, you can always uh, check out PodCampOhio.com. And, uh, um, and you have your weekly uh, kind of nuts and bolts planning meeting. I believe it's every Wednesday at, at 8 o'clock on TalkShoe. Is that right? Yep, uh, Wednesday at 8. And uh, it's more technical. It's not as entertaining. But if you'd like to know, you know, the the details of what's going on and how they're coming together, then you probably would love to tune in. Well, great. Well, thanks a lot, Angelo. And we'll talk more next month. All right. Thanks for having me. Okay. All right, kids, so that's uh, our buddy Angelo. You can uh, check out PodCamp Ohio at uh, podcampohio.com. And uh, thanks a lot for coming on, on the show. And, yeah, I apologize again for rushing him along here a little bit, uh, but I know there's a lot of people here that want to at least hear me, hear me talk about this uh, swine flu thing. So, uh, so we'll do that after this uh, break here. And let me find some uh, music here. And... Uh, uh, maybe it's a little bit of a uh, social experiment here uh, before we go to the break. For those of you who are on Twitter, uh, maybe just put a little tweet out there that uh, we're going to be talking about this. And uh, we have 16 people in the chat room right now. And uh, we're curious to see how many other people come in here just by uh, mentioning swine flu because it is it has been the uh, – uh, 
top two trending topics uh, on Twitter. I think right now it's not so much, but uh, even H1N1 is trending on uh, Twitter. So a little, little social experiment here. We'll see, uh, we'll see what happens here. And uh, we'll be talking about that, whatever you want to call it, the uh, swine flu, the H1N1 influenza A virus infection, whatever you want to call it. We'll be talking about that coming up next right here on the Dr. Anonymous Show, right here on Blog Talk Radio. Don't go anywhere. Welcome back to the Dr. Anonymous show only on Blog Talk Radio. Okay, so let's get into this here, kids. So, so before we start, I'm going to give my disclaimer here, especially for the guests in the room here. So I am a family physician, but I am not your family physician. Any diagnosis or treatment of anything should be done by your personal physician and not by some guy that you hear on Internet radio. <laughs> so... Uh, so let's uh, get into this here. So, uh, you know, I didn't really think it was going to be much of a story. I still don't think it's much of a story, but, uh, you know, the press has really blown this thing up. Um, as, there, as most people know, or most, most of my faithful listeners and readers know, I was in Chicago last week uh, for a conference and for other stuff, and we'll talk about that uh, probably at the end of the show here. But, you know, I didn't... Um, I didn't uh, see much on this story. I, I think I even put it on my Facebook, I think, late Sunday night or Sunday afternoon, that uh, there wasn't much out there. And then Monday, Monday th- seemed to have just exploded on news stories about this. Um, and I'm not going to cover, I'm not gonna cover the, the, uh, you know, the exact news part. I mean, people can go to their favorite news sites or Google, whatever the latest information is. Um, as far as number of cases and blah, 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 and this and that. What interests me is the media angle on this and how they have really just blown this thing up as far as getting people, getting people scared, getting people you know, just all hyped up about this. And, and something that I'm, I'm curious about is, is something that the press is not talking about and is what does all of you think about it? It is what a, all of you in the grassroots out there, you know, that, that people who, who, especially in my chat room here, who may, you know, work in healthcare, work in hospitals, uh, you know, who know somebody in the medical field, um, what's, what, what's been the reaction of where people where you work? What's been the reaction of people that you talk to, your neighbors and stuff? You know, I, I know, um, I would guess, that you know that it is not what the press is you know, allowing it to be, and I know people are a lot of people are saying, well, you know, Dr. Ray, you know, you're just you're such you're such a hypocrite because you're complaining about the press, but you're covering it yourself. 
Yes, I am. <laughs> and I guess I guess I can do that. <laughs> but I just think I just think as an observation standpoint that it's really interesting that that we're seeing this stuff out there. And and to just you know just to cover this and if you know if you if if you've been hearing conflicting information and if you you know you've been under a rock for the past week, you know this is kind of what you know what has been uh, going on. And let's see here. Now this this is uh this is some this 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 uh information here may be dated, meaning it's uh a few hours old. Uh but the confirmed cases of swine flu increased to two hundred and fifty seven as of today, up from the previous day's total of hundred and forty seven according to the World Health Organization. Uh, in the United States, the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention says it has confirmed 109 cases of swine flu, or 2009 H1N1, in 11 states, an increase from 18 from its previous total. There were still eight confirmed deaths, seven in Mexico, one in the United States. But the one in the United States was uh, a child that came from Mexico. Uh, this uh, story from CNN says uh, more than 150 deaths in Mexico, Mexico are suspected to have been caused by this H1N1 flu strain, but they're still being investigated. Now, you go to the uh, CDC website, and, and you can find information on that at DrAnonymous.com and what they say there. Uh, the definitions, a confirmed case, of this H1N1 influenza A is defined as an individual with acute febrile respiratory illness measured by a temperature of 37.8 centigrade, 100.4 Fahrenheit, and recent onset of at least one of the following, runny nose, nasal congestion, sore throat, and cough, with laboratory-confirmed detection uh, usually done at a hospital. That's the definition. Uh, other things they talk about are a probable case of this uh, influenza A strain is defined an individual with acute febrile illness, positive for influenza A, but negative for the H1 and H3 types. Uh, develop symptoms within seven days of close contact with a person who is a confirmed case of this strain or develop symptoms within seven days of travel to a community within either United States or where these cases have been detected and diagnosed. So that is the uh, that is what is on the website there. Uh, so uh, so it's been interesting kind of seeing this uh, unfold out here, um, and uh, you know there's been a lot of uh, and in fact my hospital uh, when I was away put out, I believe, three or four different memos to the doctors, to the medical staff, about information from the CDC, the Center for Disease Control and Prevention, which has been interesting to me. Uh, we're here in northeastern Ohio. We've heard the one case, the one confirmed case here in Ohio, uh, and uh, there's been a lot of talk about it in the grocery store in the stores around here, there have been some calls to our office about it. The hospital's been getting more calls about it. But I'm curious to see, you know, 
what do people think out there? Are, you know, and uh, um, you know, are people seeing this? Are people are people seeing and witnessing this uh, panic that is out there? I don't think so. I don't think it is. Um, but we're just going to have to see what happens, especially over the next few days. Uh, and of course, yes. Uh, you know, of course, you know, it's, uh, it's coming up in my chat room there. If there is, you know, of course, if there's a case in your area, yes. You know, people are very panicked there. People are very worried there. And that is uh, that is uh, that is what's coming up. But it's it's interesting, kind of seeing some other things that are coming up on this. Um, and if people are following me on Twitter, uh, Twitter.com/slash/DrAnonymous, I found some uh, some old commercials on YouTube. Swine flu, specific for swine flu commercials. Uh, and I, and I have a uh, uh, I, drew, I drew the audio from that. Uh, and uh, I will try to put up the link on my blog. Uh, there's two commercials here I have on a sound clip here. Uh, the first one is really, it's, it's a combination of a visual effect and audio, but it basically, it has about three or four people saying that they don't need to get the swine flu when they had a swine flu shot. I didn't even know they had a swine flu shot uh, 30 years ago. That's very interesting to me. Uh, but that's the first commercial. I think it's about 25 or 30 seconds. And then the second commercial is a little bit longer, uh, talks a little bit more about the passing of swine flu from one person to another. So this is very interesting audio here, uh, talking about yeah, sw- a couple of swine flu commercials from 1976. Here we go. I don't need another flu shot. I had a flu shot last year. A swine flu epidemic may be coming. Swine flu shot? Well, I don't know. I've been thinking about it. It could make you very sick. Swine flu? Man, I'm too fast for that to catch me. You'll want to be protected. I'm the healthiest 55-year-old you ever seen. Hey, I play golf every weekend. Get a shot of protection. The swine flu shot. Joe brought it home from the office. He gave it to Betty and one of his kids. And to Betty's mother. But Betty's mother went back to California the next day. On her way to the airport, she gave it to a cab driver, a ticket agent, and one of the charming stewardesses. At school, Joe's kid gave it to some other kids. And Mrs. Merrill got it and gave it to her husband. In California, Betty's mother gave it to her best friend, Dottie. But Dottie had a heart condition and she died. But before she died, Dottie gave it to her girlfriend, the mailman, the paper boy, and the vet when she went to pick up her chihuahua. If a swine flu epidemic comes, this is how it could spread. You'll want to be protected, especially if you're elderly or chronically ill. Get a shot of protection. The swine flu shot. Uh, yeah, that audio didn't come through very, very well. I'll, I'll try to put the uh, <clears throat> the YouTube link um, on DrAnonymous.com uh, following the show. It's, a, it's an interesting commercial. Uh, but I didn't even know they had the swine flu vaccine uh, back then. So, uh, so that's a, I, I got to some uh, questions on Twitter when I was uh, talking about the show today. Um, and it, it was interesting how this uh, how this show evolved because this, this show was supposed to be devoted 
to uh, PodCamp Ohio, but I got a lot of questions and direct messages and things asking me to comment on this, and that's kind of how things evolved uh, through the day as far as <clears throat> why, uh, why I'm talking about this now, because, because I am responsive to all of you, the loyal Dr. Anonymous readers and listeners to the podcast. Uh, and I did get a couple of Twitter questions. Uh, one uh, is, uh, is from a parent, uh, uh, Justice for Ethan um, is the uh, Twitter name. Um, and it says, on your show tonight, would you advise uh, those with compromised immune systems, specifically what, what should parents do? And, I mean, you know, what I tell patients is that, you know, first of all, recognize you know, what the signs and symptoms are, you know, really high fever, you know, and, and uh, just basically, and for kids just not feeling well, and, and especially with kids with, with immune disease or compromised immune systems, I mean, they, they may not respond typically like other kids do. So, you know, what I tell people is don't go to the ER, Call your personal physician and let them know what's going on. I mean that that is that is the best people to contact um, with that. Uh, and I got another question from somebody. Uh, how come they had swine flu shots 30 years ago, but not now? Uh, <clears throat> I mean, if people don't know the story with the with the influenza, you know, vaccine. The yearly annual. I know it's the same word influenza vaccine, they plan that months in advance, and they, they guess what the most or, or most or more prevalent influenza strains are out there, and that's what they put in the influenza vaccine. So, uh, you, know, you know, a lot of people don't know that, and uh, so that is, uh, <clears throat> uh, so that, that is a question that I get a lot, uh, and that's yeah, that is uh, that has had that uh, that comes along here. So, so you do have a call here. Let's see who this is. Area code seven six zero. Who is this, and what is your question? Yeah, hi. I'm calling from California. I had a quick uh, comment plus your input on the uh, the way the media you mentioned how the media is blowing us out of proportion. I, I mean, I teach in the medical field. And I, uh, I'm in the medical field myself, and uh, my biggest issue is that I don't know if you've mentioned how just the influenza flu by itself, you know, we make this an epidemic with the pig flu virus, and because we have a total of, you know, throughout the United States, you know, 50 plus people in Mexico over, you know, so many hundreds of people and, and so forth. But my question is, we have the flu itself that's killed you know, 13,000 plus so far this year, you know, over 36,000 throughout the United States every year, and That's over right. 100,000 plus in the world, and That's we don't right. call that, yeah, we don't call that an epidemic, but yet That's Arnold right. Schwarzenegger, yeah, and all the Schwarzenegger makes an epidemic in California to release funds and money with only yep. less than 20 people, Yep. but we don't consider the regular flu that's killed thousands and thousands more an epidemic. That's right. That's right. It seems so more do, of a money do you, uh, thing. Do you, do you have a theory on, on, on why uh, the media has been treating the story like this? Well, I think my own personal opinion based on seeing how the media always turns this is that whenever a crisis comes up, whether it be something 
what they consider a crisis, it needs to be me exploited either for financial gain or media gain. In this case, you, you notice that uh, within California, example, South California, Arnold Schwarzenegger made it an epidemic in order to have money released to be able to feed off of uh, trying to deal with this. Now, we only had less than 20 cases in California during the time he made that epidemic. Why would you do that? when you have a lot more outbreaks in other areas of just the normal flu and other areas of disease, but yet he did that specifically to release money because without making an epidemic, there is no money to do anything. You see, you see yeah, how that I mean, works? I, no, I totally, uh, I'm totally with you on that. And, and uh, you know, I, I think that the same case can be made at a federal level sure. uh, when, it, when it comes to a federal budget. Uh, right. To get that passed through, so uh, so yeah, I am I am uh, totally with you uh, on your theory there. Now I bet you, not, I would tell the viewers to maintain this. You showed you played audio clips. I would continue to say you're going to watch drug companies and other places jump on board with this, producing so-called medications that are probably no different than when we treat the regular flu virus, escalating it to the point of you need this, you need this, you need this. And I guarantee you it's going to be put over television. The media is going to play off of that. The drug companies that are, that are stock shareholders for the FDA are going to go up. And you're going to watch this escalate to a financial level where now the media is, is help, helping to boost this up. Because that's the only thing I can see playing off this is there's a money gain that's going to be coming from this by pushing this as an epidemic, when really it's not. Yes, yes, I yeah, you know, I am uh, I, I I am with you on this. Uh, now, as far as we're, I mean, you have to share specifically where you're at, but you know, what, what is the sense on the ground where you're at as far as you know what your colleagues are talking about, what the public is talking about, specifically where you're at? Well, over here, while I'm in California. There's a lot of people, and this is this is the biggest thing here, and I think I think a lot of people can relate is that there are a lot of people that are playing off of just what the media says. And they're not really informed themselves, or they're not at that point of researching themselves. They're just feeding off of what people are saying. So they're a little more gullible, you can say, to start believing that this is something greater than it really isn't. And in my classroom, when I teach, especially in the field of when I deal with the pathogens and, and disease, and I, it, I specifically tell them the difference between what this is and what it's not. And then they're like, wow, you know, that makes more sense. It's not really is what they're making out the same. It's based on educating the people. But we're educating them where the media is in the sense of panic and fear. And I think, honestly, it has to do, and you, I can say you watch this in the future, more of a, a financial game based upon, could be a lot of theories, whether it be like economics and so forth in our economy, but I guarantee you it's going to go that direction. But it's mainly people who are not informed or are not trying to get informed with the other end of this, you know, scale. You know, it's more one-sided right. to me. Right, so. right, right. So what you're saying is, you know, the, the, the big winners, or if you want to call them winners out of this, or, or the motivation is, is for government and for drug companies. Oh, of course, of course. And that's, right now you just played the clips on what? Uh, flu swine injections, shots? Yeah. Um, <laughs> that's the start. That's the beginning point. You're going to see that grow and escalate. A lot more because what else is it? What else can you do? You know, we're making this an epidemic when it's not. And I, until I see the numbers of thousands and thousands of people dying, just and I understand why. I understand that this this flu virus is not uh, like a seasonal, like you know, influenza, the traditional influenza flu virus. It's more of it's not you know 
Uh, it's not seasonal. It comes at any time. But to escalate to an epidemic when you have worse viruses killing more, it's, to me, it's no other way you can actually come around this but financial gain. Right, right. I mean, that's right. just my personal professional opinion. I, 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 I can hear you kind of go in that same direction in a way, but <laughs> it it's really it blows my mind. Now, just curious, uh, are you, uh, do you work anywhere near in an emergency room anywhere? Are you close to that or not? Yeah, yeah, I work in the, I work uh, in, in close association with uh, the ER uh, with, in, in California, about four different hospitals. So I'm constantly seeing what people are talking. Anybody, if people are coming in with mild symptoms of traditional flu-like symptoms and they're freaking out. You know, kids yeah. are they're bringing their kids, rushing in the ER. I mean, I was in the ER today, and I've seen majority of them were children with flu-like yeah. symptoms. People were freaking out and panicking. Yeah. You know, yeah. they want blood cultures drawn. They want them checked out. And it's like, my goodness. <laughs> you are, you seeing, uh, are you seeing a big surge this week? I see a great surge this week, actually, especially uh, now this being escalated more within the news media. I'm seeing a lot. Uh, uh, a lot of it just, just, just tremendously within all the departments. And like I said, my biggest thing is um, it, it's just how the media is portraying and people are just automatically buying into it and rushing in with every slight symptom for anything. Yeah. You know, it, it's just amazing to me. Yeah, yeah. I don't okay. know if you're seeing the same thing. <laughs> um, yeah, somewhat. I mean, a little bit. I mean, I think a lot of talk about it. Um but uh, but yeah, I mean, I really appreciate you calling in. We have some other people on the line here, but uh, sure. uh, appreciate you calling in from California and uh, kind of giving us your perspective on that. I, I appreciate that. Thank you. I appreciate it. Thank you. Okay. Thanks. All right. So there's uh, one person's uh, perspective there, and uh, let's kind of see. We have a Skype caller here. It looks like a Skype caller. Who is this? Howdy, Stranger. I'm sorry. Who who am I talking to? Douglas Quaid. Ah, okay. And uh, so you have thoughts on this? Nice to meet you. Nice to meet you. How are you? Good, good, good. Excuse me, I have a few more questions if you don't mind. Uh, sure, sure, yeah. I'm, I'm happy to. I'm happy to try to answer things if I can. Who are you? Who am I? Yes. I'm uh I'm Batman. <laughs> Just kidding. Uh let's see who this other Skype caller is. Uh hello, who is this? Hello? Yes. Hi, how are you tonight? My name is Jack Devaney. How you doing? Good, how you doing? Not bad, not bad. I I saw you talking about the swine flu that's going on around around well it's predominantly. I know there's a lot of cases in uh New York City. Uh oh, that's right. Yes, yes, I'm in uh, Manhattan. Uh, and I'll tell you, it's been it's been really, really bad. Uh, you know, a lot of people are running scared. I mean, I was on the subway today, and people, you know, are uh, sitting between, you know, you got spaces between people. I mean, people are uh, getting really sketchy about it. As a matter of fact, my uh, my cousin, I just got off the phone with my ish. He uh, actually has it too. Now, uh, I mean, I, I've heard reports of this. Um, are people wearing masks on the subway, or have you heard of people wearing masks on the subway out there? Yeah, people are wearing masks. And what's really weird is, uh, like, my cousin, I, I, I don't know what's, what's going on with them. I, I'm actually at his house now, and he, because uh, we're, you know, we're wearing masks and everything because we're with him. But uh, 
Man, people are just going over the top with this stuff. I mean, they're wearing masks, and, uh, you know, like I said, there's a lot more space on, like, the subways now because people are sitting in between each other and everything, and, uh, man, it's, it's, it's not pretty. He's actually, uh, like, he, he, he's, he's in a lot of pain, too. I mean, he, he yells a lot. I mean, I don't know if you can hear him. He, he's yelling now, and he's in a lot of pain. Wow. Man. Yeah. Is, is, is he okay? Is he all right? I, I hope so. I mean, can you hear him? He's actually yelling really, really loud. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, wow. I mean, has, has he been like that all day? or? Yeah, I, I don't know what's going on. I mean, I haven't heard of cases of anybody, uh, you know, yelling like this. I mean, he's in really serious pain. Wow. Man, that's that's uh, that's really too bad. He you probably uh, probably should get him checked out or something like that. Cause I, I I don't think uh, I think he's going to do too well. Uh, but maybe you should put another mask on him. I'm I'm trying. I mean, I we took him to the doctors and everything, and the and the doctors have you know they given him medication and everything, and it is a swine flu, and he's uh, oh my god, he's doing it again, and uh, it's, it's it's sad. I don't know what to do. Well, you know, we should do. You should you should uh, you should put another mask on him. And then, uh, you know, maybe take him out and shoot him. What do you think? Shoot him? <laughs> oh, man. See, I love, I, I love this. This is great. This is really, uh, this is really good stuff here. Um, I, uh, I, think, I think I've really hit the big time here because I've got uh, two print callers in a row. This is great. I think uh, I think I've really made it. This is great. I think what I'm gonna do now, I, and this is something that I, uh, I another thing I got off YouTube here, and uh, uh, you know, because that, that's a big educational thing is, uh, is YouTube. Uh, so if, if people, if people, you know, don't understand what to do, you know, when they're diagnosed with this, uh, this I thought this was very helpful. Uh, so check this out, and uh, we'll be talking uh, on the other side of this. So we'll so we'll be right back. We'll get it. If you're feverish and lethargic, lack an appetite and cough, have a runny nose and sore throat, and you visit the loo a lot, you should stay at home and rest up and not spread it all around. For the CDC is saying that it's swine flu they have found. You don't get it from eating pork, it spreads the same away. From coughing and from sneezing, mouth to hand to eye, they say. So follow the precautions, wash your hands, don't rub your eyes. And shaking hands is out for now until nobody dies. I wrote this little ditty cause the Surgeon General won't. His sterile presentation was just full of do and don't. And lots of doctor jargon that I didn't understand. So I thought I'd make a song, public service for the land. So follow the precautions, wash your hands, don't rub your eyes. And shaking hands is out for now until nobody dies. This has been a public service announcement. And uh, welcome back to the Dr. Anonymous Show on Block Talk Radio. And if you, too, want to prank call me, uh, the number here is 646-716-9514. The only thing I ask is that you make it a good one. Uh, so, uh, you know, because that's, uh, you know, that's, uh, cause I, you know I, I, I respond to all of you because uh, you, know, you are the best the best audience in Blog Talk Radio, the best audience out there, and uh, that's why uh, that's that's why I do this is a this is my public service announcement uh, for all of you, and uh, it's very uh, very exciting. And 
Um, we're excited to to be with you here, and uh, so uh, I did extend the show here out a little bit, and uh, if uh, people want to talk to me, uh, 646-716-9514, and uh, uh, so yeah, you know, it's uh, it's always fun. Uh, it's always fun talking to all of you, especially about this. Uh, what I'm going to call the uh, H1N1 influenza A virus. <laughs> it's not as sexy as swine flu. Now, what I think happened was, you know, that that the uh, that, that the powerful, the powerful swine flu lobby in Congress, they got to somebody, and they said, hey. We cannot call this swine flu anymore. It is it's actually a bird flu. Uh, it's actually the uh, a type of a bird flu, uh, or it's actually a bird or a human type flu. It's not a swine flu. You got to call it something different. And uh, so that, I, th- I think that's I think that's what happened. I think that's what happened. So I think I think that this the language that you're seeing now, just in the past uh, in the past few hours have, have changed. And uh, something else that, I, that I've seen uh, interesting on some of the news sites now is that uh, they're having uh, flu mask fashions that you can get something written on your mask that, that has oink, oink, or whatever uh, out there. So I, I think that's kind of interesting stuff. Uh, so let's see. We have a Skype caller here. Let's see. Uh, let's see who this is. Welcome to Dr. Anonymous Show. Who is this? Hi. How are you? Hey, you called back. How's it going? I no call back. Oh, so so how how are you doing? This? Did you have a mask on? I like or? your show. I see you. I I gay too. Can I fuck you an ass? Uh, wait till after the show. You know, I I tell people to do that, and and you can you can do that after the show. Uh, I I I told this guy to call in at the wrong time. So uh, so yeah, we'll we'll uh, we'll do that afterward. <laughs> Uh, so I, let's see. I have another clip here. I wanted I wanted to uh, to uh, to talk to people about here, and uh, let's see. Let's see if I have this. So as people know, uh, as people know, uh, the uh, the vice president was out there on uh, the Today Show, and uh, uh, he, he, depending on you know, what news outlets that you're looking at today, you probably have heard this clip already. And I, I think it's a, I think it's a fascinating, I think it's a fascinating clip. It is, uh, uh, it's, uh, it's, it's uh, the vice president on the today show giving his opinion on, uh, on what he thinks uh, people should do about uh, traveling. But if, if a member of your family came to you, no, Mr. Vice President, if a member of your family came to you and said, look, I want to go on a commercial airliner to Mexico and back within the next week, would you think it's a good idea? I would tell members of my family, and I have, I wouldn't go anywhere in confined places now. It's not that it's going to Mexico, it's you're in a confined aircraft. When one person sneezes, it goes all the way through the aircraft. That's me. I, I would not be at this point, if, I, if they had another way of transportation, suggesting they ride the subway. Um, so from my perspective, what it relates to is mitigation. If you're out in the middle of a field and someone sneezes, that's one thing. If you're in a closed aircraft, a closed right. container, a closed car, closed classroom, it's a different thing. Let me turn to the... What? What is that about? Oh, man. Let's, uh, let's, talk to, uh, let's talk to a friendly person here. Let's see. I think this is, uh, this is our buddy there that I'm going to ban here. And I'm just kidding. Hi, Sonny. Hi, it's Sonny. <laughs> How are you, Sonny? 
I'm thank doing you for, okay. Thank you for saving me. Yes, but we are we are pretty much closed down in our household for a couple of weeks. The reason is because I'm in, not in good health, so uh, uh, we're we're trying to be a little bit more careful than normal. And so, but you know, it's just you know, it just has to be that way. And uh, yeah, so but we're having a good time. We're here with you and everybody else, and so it doesn't matter. Most of our friends are on the internet anyway. So what's the what, what's the what's the word on the ground there as far as the, the people that you talk to, the people that you work with? Do they care about this story? Do they not care about this story? What's uh, what's your sense there, Sunny? Well, I you know I find people not caring that much. However, Rick Perry, the governor of Texas, is pretty much consider, considers that an emergency level, and so he's he's made a disaster area all over Texas, I think. Um, and but you see you got to realize I'm in I'm in Austin. We're on the I-35 route from Mexico to Canada, and people are up around here traveling all the time. We have we're in a university community where people are in dorms a lot, big dorms, and so we just kind of are being a little bit more careful, and also too because of my health. Oh sure sure sure. Is there is there a sense of uh... And maybe you not know this if, of people that you're talking to that I mean there's been a lot of talk in the past few days of you know closing the border down there. Um, do you have a sense of what people that you're talking to, or do you have a personal sense of what you think about that? Uh, I I think that um, I think we're getting more scared, and they just closed a school today. They closed a preschool, and they're thinking about closing a couple other schools here. There's a woman who had a C-section and is in critical condition herself. The baby's fine. Who has has it? And so, you know, people are just trying to be really, really cautious. I remember, you know, when I was working in Peace in L.A. When and I lived, uh, I was working in the West Valley area. You know, like Valley, like what a bar Valley, and. Um, and the area has a lot of people who immigrated from Israel. It was after the Gulf War, a lot of people went back to visit their families. When they came home, the, the kids were sick. Almost all the kids were sick. And, um, and what I got then, I don't know what I got then, but I was really, really sick. So I'm a little concerned about, you know, diseases that we don't have immunities to. And so that's just it. But I also, I also was there. I'm giving my age out now. Was there during the Gillian Beret crisis uh, in San Diego years ago? Uh, that people claim they got it from the shots, the flu shots. So, who knows? Now, do you? And since you've already kind of <laughs> uh, uh, shared your age, kind of with uh, with everybody. I mean, do, do you remember a, a swine flu vaccine? I mean, because it was interesting to me to see these YouTube clips on specifically the swine flu vaccine. Do you remember hearing about that? Well, I don't remember what vaccine it was. Um, I'm, it was probably, it was probably, but, but wouldn't, I mean, isn't this a different recombination of the DNA and the RNA? I mean, I just, I don't think this is the same. I don't think this is the same swine flu because I think it's, the, isn't it like 
a bunch of animals and the human beings all put together flu? Oh, yeah. I mean, it's definitely a different isolate. But uh, what, what was fascinating about me was seeing these commercials. At the end of the commercial, it specifically said, um, uh, get a shot of protection, get your swine flu vaccine. And I've never seen that before, you know, specifically the swine flu. I mean, I've always seen, you know, get your, you know, flu shots and things. But, but seeing this commercial, uh, it specifically said swine flu, which was fascinating to me. Well, I don't remember it because during that time I didn't watch a whole lot of TV. I was out there boogieing on the dance floor, you know, sure. doing the hustle sure. and stuff. Sure. <laughs> and I wasn't really busy. Uh, I mean, I was working as a nurse, and I knew – I saw more people with Gillian Beret than I saw them with uh, the flu. And so we were a little bit concerned about that. And I don't remember what the name of the flu was. I mean, that was many years ago. You know, I've forgotten more than I've known, dear. So anyway. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, I certainly, you know, we hope you're feeling better. I mean, I'm sorry that you kind of had to, you know, uh, barricade yourself in there. But I, mean, I know it's for your own safety, not to be you know, exposed to some of the stuff that's out there. So, uh, I'm, uh, so afraid certainly... of, I'm afraid of children. I'm always afraid of children because I always consider them walking cultures. And, I mean, I like kids a lot, but, you know, they just, you know, they can't hold their hands over their mouths and things like that when they cough. And moms bring them to stores and things when they're sick. And, I, you know, I'm just a little concerned about that more than anything. Oh, sure, 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 of course. You know. Um, so great. Yeah. Did you have anything else uh, for us here this evening, here, Sonny? That's it. That's it. so. Goodbye, y'all from Texas. Okay. Thanks a lot for calling in. Bye. All right. So that's our uh, that's our buddy uh, Sonny. So thanks a lot uh, for calling in. Um, let's see what else do I have here uh, for you this evening. Uh, yeah, so I talked about these flu mask fashions, so I think that's kind of interesting, uh, having people uh, <laughs> fashion themselves with uh, different types of uh, masks. So I, I thought that was an interesting news story to uh, to uh, to talk about. And uh, there's all this talk now, and, and uh, you know, no handshaking, um, and uh, some churches not, uh, you know, uh, doing you – know, uh, things like the wine offering and handshaking and greeting and things like that. Uh, so uh, uh, I think those are interesting news stories. In addition to all the school closings that I've been reading about uh, across uh, across the country. So I think, you know, it's uh, it's kind of a response to things that have been going on out there. Uh, so it'll be interesting to see kind of how this, you know, continues to evolve uh, because, you know, versus – even four days ago on Sunday night, you know, there wasn't really much out there. But uh, just in a few days, uh, we've seen more and more, at least from a media standpoint, uh, talk about this uh, here. So uh, I think that's all I have on this topic here. Uh, we have 22 minutes left. Uh, what I'm going to do uh, is uh, take uh, one more break here and uh, have a couple of other things to uh, to talk about. I did want to... Uh, Mentioned a little bit about uh, the time I was uh, I had in uh, Chicago last week, and, and one more topic that, that was, which I really found was interesting uh, is that I've seen some med bloggers out there, you know, starting to do you know some live question and answer sessions on their website, 
and I think that's uh, there. That's very interesting uh, to see. So I'll have uh, comments on that uh, right after this. A uh, quick musical break. Uh, we'll take one more break here. Um, here on the Dr. Anonymous show, only on Blog Talk Radio, and uh, I will be right back. Dog from Annie and Burl Live. You're listening to the Dr. Anonymous show on Blog Talk Radio. He's a lifesaver with a microphone and he's accepting new patients. This is the show that goes beyond the blog to bring you the best people in medicine and in new media. That's the Dr. Anonymous show every Thursday night at 9 p.m. Eastern. Hi, this is the Reverend Rock Dog, and you've called the Dr. Anonymous Show. If you can give me your name, a brief description of what you'd like to speak to the doctor about, and your bra size, I'll be sure to get you on the air as soon as possible. <laughs> All right. So, uh, so thanks to uh, friggin' Ben and to uh, the Reverend Rock Dog for those. Uh, so, uh, appreciate those. Uh, so, yeah, we have uh, 19 minutes left here on the uh, on the switchboard here. And uh, just a couple of comments here on uh, just, uh, you know, a couple of things that I'm seeing in, in, in MedBlogger land. Uh, and I've seen uh, some people, uh, like our buddy uh, Kevin MD. you can find him at KevinMD.com. And last night he had, uh, actually this week, he had two uh, uh, live question and answer sessions using the live blogging software. I think it's called Cover It Live. And uh, he had one session on uh, uh, this uh, H1N1 flu, and last night uh, he had our buddy uh, Dr. Rob. Um, I know our our buddy uh, Scanman was there, and uh, I think uh, Ramona, she's already left the chat room, but she was there last night as well talking about electronic uh, medical records. Uh, so so that was that was interesting to see. It, it's interesting to see med bloggers doing things more real-time, trying to be uh, more accessible and more responsive to their audience. Uh, And it's it's a curious thing uh, to see uh, some some of these, uh, you know, major med bloggers do some of this stuff. So it's, it's, I think, I think I'm seeing a trend now as far as, you know, going beyond the blog and and using some of this, you know, kind of live, uh, you know, real-time 
question and answer type of uh, live blogging software. Uh, so uh, so that, that'll be an interesting trend to see uh, as as things go along here. So uh, uh, so I was in there a little bit. I asked I asked a couple of questions about uh, uh, about uh, electronic medical records last evening. Uh, and it was, uh, it was, uh, it was, it was good stuff. It was, uh, it was good stuff. So, uh, so we'll be, uh, I'll be watching it real closely to see, uh, kind of what the trend is, uh, the trend is with all of that. Uh, okay. So well, why don't we just kind of get into this now? Uh, so I was in, um, I was in Chicago last week, uh, for a few days. Um, and I want to thank everybody who, uh, who listened to my shows, uh, last week, uh, live or on the archives. I was, uh, at the luxurious Annieborough Live Studios in Chicago, Illinois. Um, I was there for Thursday show, and I was there for my Saturday show, uh, and it was a good time. Uh, it was a good time. Uh, the, 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 uh, the professional part, the professional reason I was there, I was at the uh, American College of Physician Executives uh, conference. There was a conference there. You can find them at acpe.org. And I think what I might do uh, coming up on future uh, shows here on the Dr. Anonymous show is to uh, talk about some of the uh, stuff that I learned there, which I think some of that stuff is applicable to blogging. It wasn't, you know, a clinical conference. It was a little bit about uh, a little bit about business type of things, especially when it comes to you know marketing, you know, marketing like my practice or hospital or something like that. But it's something that. Uh, it could be applicable to people in new media. It could be applicable to people who have podcasts or who people who have blogs as far as trying to, you know, uh, build that relationship with your audience or build that relationship with your kind of customers, I guess is what you know, the terminology that they were using there. So, so I think I might, I might be uh, incorporating that into the show here uh, for the next uh, few weeks because, you know, it's, uh, and, that, and I know I've shared with uh, some of this uh, uh, before, is that it's, it's uh, you know getting content for this show is, is getting a little bit more difficult. Uh, I'm not going to lie; uh, it's uh, it's getting uh, more and more difficult for people to uh, to come on the show, to be interviewed, uh, and uh, you know I'm not going to force anybody to come on the show. You know I'm going to send out an email. I'm going to ask. I've had a lot of people. You know, um, give me suggestions on people who would be great to interview. I've contacted them, and uh, you know, for one reason or another, either there have been some scheduling conflicts, or uh, they're just not comfortable coming on live internet radio, which is fine. You know, I mean, this is uh, you know, being interviewed is is uh, you know, kind of a uh, you know, intimidating experience, especially with somebody like me. <laughs> so, so, but I'm going to, you know, continue to try to get people to come on the show, but I'm not going to be mean about it. I'm not going to be, you know, real, you know, aggressive about it. You have to come and, uh, you know, be on my show. But, uh, but if people, uh, you know, people can help me out there, especially my med blogger friends. Um, uh, if you have, you know, people that, uh, that you think would be great on the show here and, uh, you know, can can help me uh, get them on the show here to to hear what they have to say because yeah, there's a lot of people out there with a lot of you know they have a lot of they they have a great blog or they have a great podcast, uh, but sometimes they may need a little bit of a nudge to come on the show here. Um, I know it took me you know a, a, a lot a lot 
of uh, trying to convincing uh, you know somebody like our good friend Ramona, who comes into this chat room, you know every show. Uh, she's been a great a great friend of the show, um, and I appreciate her support uh, for the show and uh, for my blog. Uh, but it took some time for her to uh, to uh, you know to come on the show to talk to me about her blog. She loves coming on the show and talking about other blogs, uh, but it was great hearing from her about her blog, and I appreciate everybody out there who, uh, who helped me <laughs> get her on the show. It took, it took a few months, but, uh, but she was a great interview, and uh, uh, so, we're, uh, uh, so we're great to have her on. So, uh, so yeah, so, so I, I'm going to be mixing up some of, the, uh, some of the content here on the show. And, you know, and recently, you know, I've been hearing some, some other shows, some of the shows that I love, some of the shows I respect, uh, that are sometimes mainly entertainment shows, sometimes doing a kind of a serious topic, you know, whether it's you know highlighting a charity or whether highlighting some kind of you know uh, more serious topic than than what they usually do on their show, and, and it's always interesting, you know, seeing how hosts deal with different content. Uh, and, uh, and, and it's great seeing them in, in different type of situations, like you know, if, if they're talking about a charity or if they're talking about philanthropy or if they're talking about you know, something that's really good that people should know about. Um, and uh, I know, and I've talked to some, you know, kind of indirectly or directly to some of those hosts, and they're going to be mixing up their content too as far as not strictly a comedy show or not strictly an entertainment show that kind of mix things up there a little bit. And I'm looking forward to that. I think it's, I think it's great for the network. I think it's great for, for the shows here. So I think I'll be mixing things up. I, you know, I was strictly kind of a, uh, an interview show, but I think I'll be mixing things up there a little bit. The Saturday show has been nice to kind of mix things up there a little bit. So, uh, so, I'll, be, uh, so I'll be doing that. Now, getting back to the fun stuff here, because there's 12 minutes left, and I'm hoping I run out of time before, before I really talk about this. Maybe I'll talk about it next week. Uh, so, so the whole, uh, so the whole Annie and Burl and Kimmy experience <laughs> last week. <laughs> Let's get into this. Uh, you know, I uh, I took a lot of video, and it's not the type of video that uh, you you know that that people are thinking about because your people are sick. That's why I love you because you're you're of sick minds. But it's not that type of video. <laughs> It's video of just us just you know just hanging out and and basically just making fun of each other. It's, that's that's what I have. That's what I have. I have four days of uh, video of all of us you know just kind of uh, just picking on each other and and having a good time. And it's going to take me a long time, a long time to edit this together to make it somewhat presentable to all of you. I'm, I'm just saying. <laughs> if you want to see a little uh, preview of that, I, um, I encourage you to go to our buddy uh, Kimmy's website, or as our friends call her, Kimbo. <laughs> Just kidding, kidding. My kids, because I love. Uh, AsThePumpTurns.com, you will see the first, the first installment of that uh, is me and Annie throwing carrots trying to throw carrots in my face or whatever. I don't know. You can check that out. And I know Kimmy has her Viddler account there, too, at Viddler.com, I think, slash uh, as the pump turns. And uh, you will see some other video stuff 
from her because uh, she had her flip video there too. And uh, it's kind of funny because <laughs> I was uh, videoing and she was videoing, and uh, so that was uh, that's uh, that's good stuff. So 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 my impressions of the whole experience, me, I I, I really didn't know what I was getting into going in going in there, uh, going uh, into the luxurious Annie Burrow Live Studios. Uh, but, uh, you know, I, I mean, I, I know people want to tell me, you know, want to hear some dirt, but, uh, but you're not going to hear any dirt from me. You may see some on the video, <laughs> but you're not going to hear any dirt from me. Uh, it was, uh, I kept, I kept telling them and, and, uh, we kept telling each other that it was, uh, you know, a, a surreal experience. You know, you see people through a screen, you talk to people on the phone or Skype or whatever. Uh, but, uh, you know, just when you get down to it, it's just great people. It's just great people that come on the internet, come on the radio and just talk about what they want to talk about. And you put, you know, four people in a room (laughs) and you're just kind of, you know, bouncing the jokes off each other and just making fun of each other and doing this and doing that. It was it was great. It was great. Even I, I, I wish, I wish uh, I lived closer to some of these people. Maybe not Annie. No, I'm just kidding. Annie, I love you. You're, you're the best. <laughs> but it would be cool just to be in studio, you know, with them and uh, just to kind of, uh, you know, just hang out with them, uh, or even, you know, just to sit on the side and watch, watch the magic happen. <laughs> because it is, it is just a good time. And uh, you know, I, I, I've come to appreciate really appreciate how other people do their shows uh, because, you know, I'm just here by myself uh, talking to myself in a room <laughs> with my laptop, with my desktop. I do this show solo and uh, uh, maybe it's because I have control issues or I don't know, cause I don't have a co-host usually for my Thursday show, but uh, you know, you know, we're watching how, you know, Annie Burrell kind of do their show and, and how Burrell kind of does all the behind the scenes stuff and, you know, when their phone line drops or when their Skype line drops, how they deal with that. And Kimmy and I just kind of just, you know, whatever and make fun of them. And uh, I've come to appreciate really how other shows, especially their show, is produced uh, and uh, how they they get things out there and how they prepare things and and show prep because Burl does the show prep and Annie doesn't do much show prep. Love you. You're the best. Uh, so uh, yeah, I'm really looking forward to you know you know hanging out with them again at some point. You know if if I can find if I can find some kind of reason to go out there uh, to hang out uh, in Chicago at the luxurious uh, Amy and Burrow Live Studios. Uh, I, I'm looking forward to that again. Uh, so, uh, but that that's kind of my initial impression since I've been. I mean, I've been I've only came home about the two nights ago. So I'm still kind of processing things as far as that experience and uh, my my uh, meeting experience, uh, uh, my professional experience uh, uh, out there in Chicago. So I'm still kind of processing things. And I think I will, you know, as 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 time goes on, especially next month, especially May, you know, maybe uh, maybe share this with all of you because I've you know, I've had a lot of uh, things on uh, uh, emails and. Uh, uh, direct message and Twitter and like, what is, what was it really like? What was it really like? <laughs> uh, so I'm still trying to, uh, still trying to, to figure all this out, but it was, I mean, it was, it was a great experience. Uh, and, and, uh, you know, I encourage you, you know, if, if, if there, if there are, uh, 
bloggers that you like, blog talk radio hosts that you like, podcasts. I mean, I encourage you to, to meet them in person because uh, it is it is such a good time. Um, it is so much fun. Um, and you know, I was there for a few days, but it it, it went it went by so quickly uh, that I can't believe uh, that uh, that it was done already. And I was yeah, I was running low on sleep all week because I was doing my meetings in the morning and the afternoon, going there at night, getting a few hours sleep, and then doing the whole thing over again. Um, I didn't even get to share. Maybe I'll share that next week. I have my my uh, my train slash. Uh, subway experience going uh, into and out of uh, Chicago. Uh, that, that's a whole story in itself, uh, but I won't uh, I won't uh, do that here. Maybe I'll leave that uh, till uh, till next week. Uh, but yeah, I mean it's uh, it's it, it was it was it was a fun time. It was a fun time, and it, it's going to be fun putting together uh, the uh, video on that, um, and sharing that with all of you and, uh, seeing, <laughs> seeing what you think of it because, uh, it was, it was a good time. Oh, and I do want to thank everybody for, uh, for all of your, uh, uh, concerning emails and direct messages and at replies on Twitter for me and Burl, uh, because, uh, we were, uh, we were in danger. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> No, it was fun. It was fun to play that out and, uh, <laughs> and say, you know, uh, are you guys okay? You guys need us to come by <laughs> to pick you up to save you. Uh, so, so that was uh, that was fun to do. So, uh, so yeah. So that this is this is kind of just the the opening uh, the opening comments that I have here uh, for my Chicago experience. Um, I'll be sharing this on more uh, future shows uh, coming up. So we have four minutes left. So I'm just going to start to uh, close things down here um, on the show. And uh, just to let people know, just to give people a heads up, uh, I do want to thank everybody. Uh, we still have 16 users here in the chat room. Um, I think I am going to uh, do a little uh, uh, post show uh, and uh, to uh, kind of just kind of keep talking here uh, after after the uh, Blog Talk Radio show here. So uh, so just to give people a heads up on that, you can go to uh, Dr. Anonymous uh, TV, and I will set up my UStream stream right after the show here. Uh, but uh, I do want to uh, thank uh, thank my guests, uh, Angelo from PodCampOhio.com, and uh, PodCamp Ohio is uh, quickly on its way, 52 days from now, in uh, Columbus, Ohio. So I want to thank him from, uh, for coming uh, on the show. I want to apologize again for cutting his time here a little bit, and I'll make it up to him uh, next month. Um, and I do want to thank my callers, you know, uh, even the prank callers, because I love I love you prank callers out there. You know, it's it's uh, it, you humble me by taking the time to Skype call me and to prank call me. So I, I, I thank you for that. And I do want to thank my caller from California. I didn't get his name, um, but uh, I'm going to thank my caller from California, giving giving us the, the word on the ground out there what's going on. Um, and I do want to thank uh, Sunny uh, uh, for calling me and uh, uh, sharing some thoughts from her perspective and kind of what's going on down there uh, in Texas. So thanks a lot for that. Thanks a lot for everybody in the chat room. We had a pretty good crowd in the chat room tonight, uh, so it's, uh, it was good for me to put swine flu in the uh, show title. So <laughs> that was kind of fun. Uh, so thank you for listening live or on the archives. You can uh, find me on uh, Dr. Anonymous. Uh, dot com and did you know that you can listen live 
on your iPhone or BlackBerry. I did the other night to a show here on the network, um, and I think on on your mobile phone there, I think it's uh, the the URL. I think it's m dot blogtalkradio.com slash Dr. Anonymous. And if you are, you can listen to the show anytime. You can listen live. You can listen to an archive of the show. Uh, and uh, it works pretty well. I can I can tell you when I was uh, driving home from Chicago on Tuesday night, um, I listened uh, to, uh, the, to uh, the Dr. Blockstein show and was able to listen to that, so that was a good time. Uh, so you can find me at DrAnonymous.com. You can also find me on Facebook at DrAnonymous.net. And the, uh, the iTunes link is uh, DrAnonymous.org. So you can subscribe to me on iTunes. You can also follow me on Twitter, DrAnonymous, excuse me, uh, Twitter.com slash DrAnonymous. Uh, so just to give people a heads up, there will not be a... Uh, there will not be a, a night shift show uh, this weekend, so I have stuff going on. So the next Dr. Anonymous show will be one week from tonight. I don't have a guest as of right now. I may come up at the last minute. Uh, but if not, we'll be talking more about Chicago and some other stuff maybe coming up in the news. So I encourage you to, to check back here Thursday night, 9 p.m. Eastern time. Also check out Annenboro Live uh, Wednesdays and Saturdays, 10 p.m. Eastern time right here on the network. And also... Uh, uh, my good friend Kat, uh, she has her show, The Landview Lowdown, Monday evenings, I think at 7 p.m. Eastern time. And I also want to give a shout-out to uh, our good friends at the Woodshed Radio Show. They had a great show on Monday night, uh, so check them out here on the network, too. And uh, Sunny has her shows, I think, in the morning, and I don't know what time that is. I apologize about that, uh, but you can check her out as well. And I'm coming down to the last 30 seconds here, so... Uh, thanks a lot, everybody. Um, I will be going to my Ustream account here in just a few seconds. There's no closing song. So go to dranonymous.tv, and um, we will be picking up the post show there. So thanks a lot, everybody. And uh, we will talk to you very soon. Good night from the Buckeye State. I am Dr. Anonymous. You can find me at dranonymous.com. Good night.